afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are. It's Osha, and I want to welcome you to something about Sunday. All right, full disclosure. Today, um, a group of some of my favorite humans got together for a going away brunch of sorts. Um, And you know, with brunch, there's day drinking. So I've been drinking watermelon. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there early so that you guys are aware. And it's summertime, like summer, summer, summertime. And then there's a a special guest in the house who just reminded me that it's Leo season because she's a Leo. Leo. Um, I was going to try to do a a lion sound, but it's probably not not what I should be doing right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and save that. Um, Welcome to Something About Sunday. Today is Sunday, July 28th, 2019. Um... I feel like the year is done and over with (laughs) and I'm going into 2020 like in a couple of weeks you could have popped that bottle over here you know I like that sound she's popping a bottle of champagne and I love that that sound it's a celebration um I was telling a couple of my friends yesterday I realized why I don't leave out of the house now that summer is officially here, I don't leave my house because there's no AC outside. And apparently now as I get older, all these different fun things are happening. But one of the fun things that are happening with my hair is I turn into a chia pet with the humidity. That was not a thing. That was not a thing. I could go, I could have my hair freshly retwisted, go out and dance my, and sweat my ass off all night, come home, put a scarf on and wake up the next morning and be fresh to death. Now, no. I've been a Chia pet for like four days. So disrespectful. No. I twisted my hair like on Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, so it's it's real out here. And then we're so spoiled in California because when it was like May gray and June gloom, we were so pissed. Thank you. And now that it's like summer, summer, it's like, okay, that's enough. Um, I saw my dad the other day and he was like, you are so dark. And I was like, thank you so much. I've been outside twice. <laughs> like so, it's so little effort to achieve this melanin. Celebratory. Thank you for, thank you for all the things. So, you know, sometimes when I'm home alone in the lair, recording these episodes I wish I wish that I had someone someone in particular for sure um to have these conversations with and just due to adulting time space everything I'm not able to be like come over let's do an episode but today is the day um my favorite friend from San Diego it's in the lair. Hey, y'all. And we're going to talk about some stuff. Thanks. We're going to talk about some stuff. 
How you doing, boo? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. I missed you. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Like, it's been... I'm not going to do that because I still didn't... Hello? Hello? Luna? That's our unofficial guest, uh, Luna the Schnauzer. Um, she like, what I do? What I do? What I did? Um, it's been a minute since we've been able to, like, get on here and talk because we be talking our worst shit it's true. we be talking our shit and so i wanted to talk about a couple of things and we're gonna get into it mm-hmm. 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 and get real get down to the nitty of the gritty mm-hmm. um something that i wanted to talk about first was um social media the unfollow button has been pissing people off like I guess I guess because now you can mute people you have to really not fuck with somebody to unfollow them is that what it is oh oh, okay okay is it I don't feel like that so tell me more yes so I feel like if I unfollow you I'm not going to go back to try to follow you and uh, ask your permission to see what's going on nope I'm fresh out of fucks if I've unfollowed you we're dead dead to me okay so Okay, so what if... Like a little X over the eyes. So what if your content is trash? Then I don't need to follow you. Right? No? Is this thing that's exactly, that's exactly my point. Okay, so... Um, I feel, for me, personally, when I unfollow you, it is to make a statement. Mm-hmm. For me. Okay. Um, I've realized that people really take these follows to heart and that um they mean something even if i'm like a ghost follower if i never engage with any of your posts like comment whatever like that number holds value for you it doesn't even matter if i don't follow you in real life if i don't follow you on social media but i talk to you every day in real life like that it still holds value for people but for me it, it doesn't it doesn't do that there are a lot of people that i engage with on a regular basis that either aren't on social media or are but barely or even are and just don't really watch my stories that I know really love me but for me if I'm gonna be honest because I like to be honest um, (laughs) so if I unfollowed you if you unfollowed me (laughs) (laughs) if if you (laughs) if you unfollow me I wouldn't notice first of all because I don't track unfollows because that shit's lame um but if I mention to you, like, oh, did you see my so-and-so? And you're like, I don't follow you anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I can't imagine. But I'm trying to imagine for the sake of the show. So I'll be like, so did you see my so-and-so? Like, I don't follow you anymore. It, we would immediately go into a conversation. We would have to talk about it. But this is a perfect segue because I feel like, okay. Okay. When you are friends with someone, social media doesn't fucking matter. Like real friends, it doesn't fucking matter if I like your shit, if I share, repost, and if you ask me to, if, if you know that I'm not an active person on social media, if I share at your, you're asking, I will do that. But when you're real friends with someone and things come up, you can talk to them about it, yes. as opposed as to, as opposed to, Instagram being the end all be all. And I've experienced that where, I I don't like something or. 
I mute someone and they notice it's been a long time since I've engaged with them online or I unfollow them. That holds so much meaning for people. Like that's what they that's what they equate our relationship to me. This is an entire new world for me because I am a baby boomer when it comes to <laughs> you are. social media. You are. Okay, I cannot be bothered. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You're like it's like once a week you might get on Instagram. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting. I feel like turn off notifications smart i don't really post i follow things like national geographic i love it okay and people that do like street art and different like foodies and shit like that i want to see beautiful things you follow things that you're actually interested in is what i hear yeah that's Mm -hmm. what i thought instagram was partially right 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 partially yeah and then there's like the pressure of the obligatory likes. Talk to me about that. Being like, a baby boomer on Instagram. I, yeah, tell I me about understand. Thing. I didn't know that there was all this, uh, you know, like secret language Politics. that was going like, you know, like a, a menu at uh, In-N-Out, right? Like, I, there's only four things on there. No, there's a secret menu. Um, yeah, all these feelings that are tied to how I interact with an app. Literally, what it is, how I interact with the app. I am what you call a lurker. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll be on the app, Mm -hmm. spying what I write, spy, falling down whatever rabbit Mm -hmm. hole I may be taken towards, and that's it. You know, I may get distracted, uh, and then I won't be on there for days, weeks, weeks at a time, for sure. Because I don't give any fucks. Yeah, I may not. I may post once a year, maybe. Like once a quarter. Mm. I'll give you that. Twenty seventeen. You're doing really good in two thousand. Year no post for sure. Yeah. So. But this year so far, yeah, you've I'm hit flexing my muscles. Yeah, you've done winter, you've done spring and summer. I did. You had an Insta story. I had an Insta story. You're out here. I think I accidentally deleted it. You're a true. It you're, you're a true baby boomer for sure because they do that. Like, oh my god, I did it. Wait, I deleted it. Oh my god. You have to save it. Failed. Exactly. Failed. So yeah, yeah. I don't. It, it complicates my life. It doesn't accent my life. That's how I feel about it. Other people feel differently. And I appreciate that there are different experiences of this way to communicate and to um, commune yeah. and connect. Like, I, I do. I have a great deal of respect for the way that you connect and commune with social media and have for a really long time. Oh. No, there are lots of people that you've connected with in a really genuine way, initiated via social media. And You're I think, right. like, that is beautiful yeah right I hate social media now, yes though. right it had, it's a double-edged sword yeah. so for the ones who are 100 percent comfortable with the fact that your relationship originated through that space and has transversed into the irl mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. that now see that. look oh, at you, you baby girl. Girl. Oh, <laughs> i'm thinking about every dictionary for your, for your the ones situation. that have become secure in that recognize yeah. that that's just one of the ways that you communicate versus mm-hmm. other people who forget where it originated and yeah. place sole purpose on how you interact with an app. Yeah. So I just, I'm going to constantly disappoint people when yeah, I delete the app and then, actually I don't think that anybody would notice that I was gone, which is fine. Which is mm-hmm. fine. I like, I like your relationship to social media. Yeah, I took a break. I don't think you can call that a break. It was like a blip. You paused. I paused. Thank you. It was a pause. I deleted it like Sunday night and was back by like Thursday. And I got back on there and I was like, holy shit, this place is terrible. What have I been doing? Mm-hmm. 
we ingest so much bullshit. And then, and, and when you take those breaks is when you realize how many people that you feel obligated to follow and keep up with. Yes. I muted and unfollowed quite a few people upon my return. And it's been really lovely. Yeah. It's been really nice mm-hmm. to like curate a feed for the things that I want. Did like you, really you do. Yeah. 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 Because baby, baby boomers, they do it right. They're yes. like, I'm not, no, I'm not following my child. No. I'm going to do that. Nice. I'm going to find. Yes. Paula Deen's gonna be fine. Well, yeah, the obligatory like. So, like, if my friend is blowing up my feed, you don't have to like every single post. Can I really just like the ones that I like? And if I don't like something, does that mean that I don't like it? I don't. Giving me a don't like button. I don't want to (laughs) like things that I don't necessarily like, but do I have to like it because that's online behavior? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Speaking of social media, I want to ask you a question. Okay. So, if you are booed up, Sorry. I wish we could play music that wasn't gonna get us kicked off. Um, <laughs> if you're booed up, are you and Boo are like are y'all following each other on Instagram? Is that a thing or no? Um, so I am booed up, but uh-huh. we do not follow each other on the social media. Maybe on are, Facebook. Are, but, like I don't do the Facebook. Are they on Instagram? Yes. And you guys yes, aren't following are. each other. No, we are not. Can you? Can we talk can we about elaborate? that? Um, I want to know about that. I think that's interesting. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not an active member anyway, so for me, True. there would be nothing, like, nothing would be added to their life <laughs> or their day by following By me. following you. Like, it would be an annual thing. <laughs> this is what I did okay. this year. Oh, not a guy. Same thing she was doing last year. Yes. Nothing. Okay. We see nothing. Okay. Um, but. Okay. And, and I don't, I don't think that they post anything either. Okay. I think I feel like they go on Instagram to their sensitive content coming soon. Three, two, one. <laughs> Fat booty girls. Yes. That is what they Big money. Oh, with it. I feel like a lot of people get on Instagram for the big yes, booty hoes for that sure. That is what they're on social media for, and so they send me also. That sounds like a wonderful relationship that you have. <laughs> that's girl. beautiful. We never talked that about this. Yeah, yes. Exactly. That's Hi. Think, Look know. at that ministry. That's so wonderful. I just feel like there's not a whole lot going on on their um, okay. Instagram either. Fair. That's cool. Yes. Uh, but see, but then, okay, so also some personal disclosure. When, <laughs> this is a whole nother episode. However, mm-hmm. there was a moment in time where there was a lack of communication um, on a weekend where they disappeared is the word I'm going to use mm-hmm. and I felt inclined to go and stalk them on Facebook okay. and that is definitely something that I would have previously said as previously had stated as completely out of my character mm-hmm. but the crazy from deep within deep me within crept up and took over my prefrontal cortex yes yes language and had me stalk them <laughs> Huh. Facebook, just to make sure that you weren't Babe, posting. That you weren't. Oh, because you, you, you can't be posted and not texting. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? That doesn't happen. Luckily, there were no posts. So, there were no casualties. And so, there we have it. So, yeah, no, I don't need to be... Okay. We don't need that. Just Nothing good can come too, from that. Too many connections. Too many. So, personally... We're not going to go there tonight either, are we? We might. No. We might. We're going to go. We're going to go all the places. How much champagne is there? There's a whole bottle. Let's get it. Um, in terms of social media as it pertains to relationships um, 
I've met a few of my partners on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. So we were already friends. So we're there. We're doing it. Um, yeah, because it's, I don't, I'm, I am not the person I used to be. Praise him. Um, I used to send me on Instagram a lot. You talk about, you would think I was getting paid for the content. I used to put up like many, like three Instagrams ago. Um, and so I met a lot of my partners on Instagram and so we were friends and of all of the relationships that I've had, I think I've had two situations with, with my exes about Instagram and it's the comments. Mm. It's the Instagram comments. Mm -hmm. I remember this one in particular, this woman that she knows is my friend that she also knows like personally left a comment about like my mouth so so there's this thing about your mouth about my mouth there's this thing about my mouth yeah if you like mouths and like lips you could possibly have a thing perhaps we've never talked about you having a thing for my mouth Mm, i was supposed to talk about that okay it's fine so (laughs) So I I feel like I have really like small lips and I used to get teased for having a really small like really small lips because everybody wanted you to have larger fuller lips for services or whatnot whatever yes and I just didn't have that and so I used to get teased and so when I used to get complimented about them I was like you're full of shit like what do you want and so I remember this mutual friend I'll call her posted a comment and was like I love the corners of your mouth that's it that's that's all she said i love the corners of your mouth it was like almost instantaneous like as soon as she commented i was getting a text what the (laughs) 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 what she mean she like i'm like why don't you ask her her? you know her why don't you ask her i don't fucking know of all the things that someone could say i love the bottom of your earlobe Precisely, and I was like, "More desirable than I'm like the corners of my mouth." mouth. I'm like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. I remember her being really upset about that, and um, all crazy Sagittarius people. So, and then um, people that can't identify who the people are, right? So, if you're in my life, you know who my people are. Mm If you're in my life, you know who my all-stars are. And there are going to be some other, like, one-offs. But I'm also very communicative. I share. Dare I say overshare. Like, because I want you to know what's going on with me. I want you to know who my friends are. So that if you ever come across some shit, you don't have to fill away. Right. It's really important for that to be a thing for me. And I think that that's the biggest piece about social media. I've never been in a relationship with someone that I wasn't friends with online. So my last true partner was not like an instagrammer when she would post um it would be very sporadic and even her and i had an issue i told her something was gonna happen she got on there and was like who the fuck is this on your instagram and i was like really you could just scroll back for a moment see where we hi hello have we met like what the and i'm like you think i would really put it was a mess and so um but i have a friend another leo Mm -hmm. who just doesn't do it doesn't do social media doesn't do social media with the boo uh, when we took our trip last year for the leo trip 
she don't do that they just don't connect and i'm like you're not about to be my boo and we're not about to be on social media but then i'm also not gonna add you first so then that's also that so there's just this whole thing there's a whole thing you won't be doing the social media thing i mean it's gonna come up is what you're saying on my podcast yeah here it is it has come up it's up Being passive-aggressive in, like, the very best way. So, yes. Um, but going back to, like, friendships and people taking Instagram so far. Recently, I had a situation where I had a conversation. And I can even use us as an example. Being able to, like, have... Um, I don't want to be dramatic with this turmoil in your friendships and being able to like talk it out yell it out fight it out and still be friends what a concept (laughs) what is that what a concept what a fucking concept can we talk about that sure let's do it yo seriously like me and this this one here had stopped talking for like years like two years? Was it that long or like a year? Was it a year? I don't know. It felt like an eternity. An eternity. It was a long time. We didn't stop talking over something that I felt was really small, but apparently I'm an asshole that I wasn't really aware of. I wasn't, I wasn't didn't aware. love her and her asshole. I was. I was <laughs> yeah? yeah? Okay. I do. You love me and my asshole? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. Um, we had stopped talking at least a year. I want maybe it was a year. Maybe I, maybe I'm putting years on maybe it because it felt like it was a really long time. Sure. I just remember every month passing, a mutual friend would be like, "You guys still aren't talking?" And I was like, "No." Right. Every month it was like clockwork. She would ask, and I'm like, "No." And I was like, "I don't even I don't even understand like why, what, the fuck? Like why are we <laughs> why not talking?" Not and talking? literally months on end had passed, and then like a year goes by, and of course during the year I thought about you and yeah. I. Would, and I was like dating someone and we even went down to San Diego and it felt weird as fuck to be mm-hmm. in San Diego and I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. Um, all the things were happening. And so eventually I was like, so I'm going to say something, which is not like an OSHA thing to do um, at all. Because um, once you decide that you're gone, I'll be letting you go. Like you, you're gone. And, and I've heard that that's ego, but it's not. Like if you make a decision to be gone, like I'm, I'm not going to try to coerce you into whether it's right or wrong for you like if you want to be gone be gone but in this situation I wasn't okay so I was like let me let me send a text because I was like if I send a text she's like who is this I'm like oh we not we wasn't really (laughs) we weren't really friends to begin with but she hit me with the who is this I'm like oh she still got my number saying no and no you know what it was I told you that it was me because I had a new phone number because I was good for changing my number but I was like let me tell her it's me and then whatever and then she's always been a really bad texter so I was like I'm gonna give her 24 hours at least to respond because it's gonna take a minute and then we talked and we met up and we've just been building and building and building and we're like through the heavens at this point and I don't know how many months ago it was where we had a little something and I remember like talking to you on the phone I remember raising my voice and getting really I did and I got really upset and I I cried and then she texted me later and was like how's your day and I was like oh my god we're still together like (laughs) 
that shit is so wonderful because I think that we are conditioned to believe that a fight means that it's over. That it's over. That we're not. We're not okay. We're not good. Yeah. I don't love you. you don't love me. This is not safe. Yeah. This can't last. Yeah. It's fragile. It's breakable. Right. God. And yes, things are breakable for sure, and especially if you want it to be broke. I think so. Mm. I definitely think we were we were fragile previously. You know, Hella where we fragile. both were able to walk away and let it air out for over a year. Like that, to me, it says that we were fragile, mm-hmm. right? And now there is nothing about us that is fragile. <laughs> nothing about us that is fragile. Like I have never had an argument with a friend where we yelled at each other, ever. I don't even remember it that definitely either. felt like we were sisters. And I was just like, yeah, well, whatever. I'm yelling too. Right. And we're both just yelling. And that's fine. And I still love you. Right. And you were like, Absolutely, absolutely. And I remember like having feelings after that, because I remember I was, I was on the freeway. I would remember exactly where I was when that started to happen. I was feeling really kind of anxious, and I was like bothered by it because I was like, I have these feelings, but I don't want this to be over because I have these feelings. Like I feel like whatever this is, we can work through this. And then I was working because it was a Monday. And I remember being in the office, and I was working away, and then your name popped up on my phone, and I was like, the fuck she got to say to me? <laughs> and it was something like, how's your day? Or I'm thinking about you, and I was like, I got really soft after that. Because I was that, that was when I first realized, in all of my relationships at that moment, no bullshit, I was like, we cannot be okay and be okay. Mm-hmm. At 34, I think yeah. I was 34 at that yeah. time. Wait, when was that? That was this year? 35 hasn't been fucking around. Well, six months ago, kind of, sort of, was close to 34. It was. So. It was close. I just don't want to be that close to 40. But anyway. Yeah, it was definitely after Bali, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm. um, and that's when I realized that you cannot be okay and be okay. And as long as you have two willing participants, yeah. and that is the key, like having two people who are willing to be about the relationship mm-hmm. and I think that that's the thing that is missing in so many spaces you know I think that people don't know what they need in order to feel safe in a relationship always they can't put words to it and even if they can they are often unwilling to I'm gonna say the v word be vulnerable Ooh. and to speak life into what it is that they need and or what they don't want, what they cannot have. Um, And so if you are unwilling to say what it is that you want and what you need and what you can't accept or won't accept, you can't always expect another person to be able to show up or deliver if you won't even give them a a chance to try, you know? I think we want people to read our minds often Mm -hmm. and what is that? If you're unwilling to say it out loud, then how badly do you actually want it or need it, you know? Um, And then there's that whole other piece of, you know, where I'm I'm doing some radical acceptance around how we expect other people to show up for for us in ways that we don't show up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Man, if that ain't the anthem of 2019, um, yes, that's another another episode. But (laughs) I think that that's another piece that shows up in relationships is that we we want more from others than we are than we are putting into ourselves it's so hard to challenge ourselves to do more in the ways that 
we're so afraid of. Yep. We're afraid of failing. And so if we see it in someone else, we want more of it from them mm-hmm. and expect them to just fill that hole. Right? Absolutely. Fill that gap for me. So relationships are hard. And I used to say scary, but now I say exciting. You can, I'm gonna let you have that by yourself. Um, <laughs> you are brave. We are brave. Say it. We are brave. We are brave. We are brave. We are brave. One day there's gonna be video, like visual. I don't know that people can handle this. You're right, because we don't really have like pants on. So I was literally thinking the same thing. <laughs> we don't have pants on. So. Like, no pants. So, I don't know. It's fine. That's a thing. They can handle that. There's no pants, guys. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> So speaking of like relationships, um, earlier we were talking, it felt like back in the day, the representative lasted a lot longer. Was it that the representative lasted longer or we have just been doing better at sniffing out the bullshit? Because yo, my turnaround time, yo, it's tight. Quick fix. It's like, like less than a year I'm below the year mark like it'll take me a year to be like you you're trash <laughs> gotta go that's kind of scary but like that's amazing. So, so is it is it the representatives are weaker or that we're stronger what do you think it is okay so earlier today for sure I, I 100% resonated with we have gotten better at sussing out what is not going to work for us, mm-hmm. right? Like at this stage, at this moment, and this version iteration of who I am, that's not going to work for me. I'm gonna we're gonna part ways, right? I respect mm-hmm. where you are, and right. I also respect where I am. I also believe that the means, the social media—that's a thing that's gonna catch the on. Means. The means, okay? I I, you know it's that. caught on. It's, I'm with it. The thing. means. Um, has people believing that I can show up as whatever piece of trash that it is that I want to show up Bye. as and that it's passable and acceptable and appropriate that was what I would say so I think that the representative is less necessary mm-hmm. unless it's like clout chasing mm-hmm. right um, so if you're in the scene in the nose and nobody gives a fuck about nobody that nobody gives a fuck Right? So, well, lots of people get fucks. I think they give all the fucks. About we don't. That. If it doesn't translate to your pockets, I don't give a fuck. Right, like, right, right, right. You can chase that scene if you want to. Yes. If you're broke, it doesn't really matter to that's me. That's kind of like baby It's really interesting with her and I. I said this earlier. Like, I feel like we live parallel lives. Where different things that I'm experiencing or she's experiencing, we're both experiencing at the same time. time. Um, Literally. And it's been really nice to also be able to go through different challenges or just different experiences that you never expect with with someone who knows you and sees you, you know, that shows up for you and that you show up for. So it's, it's, it's been really amazing. But I was wondering about that because we've been looking at our relationships like the last two or three. And I feel like the theme is like, 
at least for myself. Yeah. I was as I get older, I continue to be blown away by how many people don't have people that just give a shit about Aww. them. Like the basics, like how your day was, if you ate, how's your heart? How's your mind? What do you need? Or like how are you okay, feeling? I can tell. I can tell. That's some shit. Like, oh my god, what do you know? Like I am I'm like kind of a bruja, but not really a bruja. Like I'm not stalking you and saying that you're having a bad day. Like I can feel your energy. My energy. Okay. So, hello. Yes. Hello, ma'am. Hello, ma'am. Your energy. Yes. You have energy. You have energy. And I can feel. I can feel it. I also have energy. And it doesn't take you. And it doesn't take years to feel that. But that just means that there are people who are in relationships that have been in relationships. Yeah. Sure, let's do that. That's how it feels. In relationships that have been in relationships for years, and that could be romantic or platonic, you have someone who knows you that can't feel you. Anybody that cannot feel me cannot be near me. You can't be near me. Like, of course I have friends that I'm not extremely close with, but all of my friends work on energy. When I receive texts yeah. from all of the women that we had at brunch today, yeah. I will get text messages from them. You've been on my mind really heavy today. I'm feeling our our text. I've been feeling something, and your name keeps keeps popping up. Let me check in with you. Every time that happens, it's something. Yeah. It's a thing, mm-hmm. and you don't get to decide who gets to feel that. Right. Because that's how energy works. That's how it works. People who like pay attention that tap in. Energy 101, y'all. And so I've noticed that getting into close to my mid-30s like meeting people who just don't have people who just gave a shit about them that makes me really sad it makes me sad too i think that that's the other piece of why people are drawn to us Hmm. because we facilitate a space that they've never been to before but there's this poet who says but your light attracts moths sometimes you gotta be you gotta be clear and I've personally when someone is attracted to me and I recognize their lack I want to pour into them mm-hmm. what about you like a bucket with a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my yes, god exactly. you want love yes. guess what, guess what? I, I got that shit on tap unlimited surplus what you did let me love you and then you realize that it's a fucking hole in the bottom because they don't love themselves which is so heartbreaking super but it's part of their journey and there's nothing that we can do about it it, no matter how much i want to change that and fix it no matter how deeply you fall in love fucking fix it okay out out that's out out 2019 that's, that's out. out that is out that's out okay that is a pass that is a that's why i need that's why i need visual time, so you can see, <laughs> see, see that it's done okay it's over with yeah. yeah but yeah i think loving on people who haven't perfected loving themselves yet yeah. is it's a thing it's a waste um, and i think that it is valuable i think that we have limitless supplies of love to give I think that we don't have to make that the centerpiece of our relationship with them hmm. we're not doing that anymore so it's fine I think we're going to always love on people and no matter how much they love themselves um, I think it's a trap to love someone who loves you more than they love them 
oneself, even mm-hmm. though it may feel good, it's alluring initially, it leads to a dead end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I don't Your think eye makeup that. is popping. Oh, girl, it's popping. Your little creases is popping. Sorry, y'all. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. The love. The love for one who doesn't love themselves. I think with that, too, though, all of the work that you've done and that I've done, it automatically shows up in spaces where you feel like there's an imbalance, right? And so the representative goes away quickly and you're able to kind of see what it is versus what it isn't. And then you realize that you're going to do all the heavy lifting. You're going to do all of all the facilitating for healing. Yes. And then you get to make a decision about whether you want to do that or not. Or if you want to be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, I think this is what I think. That the representative comes out. The representative wants to meet our representative where they're at. And there's this common ground of we both want X. Mm-hmm. And X is seems obvious to the two of us, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want that. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole package of splendor, right? However, the individual on the inside has not yet committed to do the work mm-hmm. to attain and maintain X. Right. And so the representative is, ca- uh, is writing checks that that ass, that ass can't cash. cash. Okay? And so insufficient funds. <laughs> insufficient, okay? <laughs> Constantly, perpetually. <laughs> and so we hear the words and then we start to shortly thereafter look for the behavior to support the words. Mm-hmm. And we are swiftly disappointed. Mm-hmm. And when we're disappointed, we don't just automatically run, which we sh- probably should. Run! Yes. We don't. We don't never have our Nikes on. We having some fancy slides. We have it on Birkenstocks. Ain't ready to run. Playing games. Okay. Um, but we're repeat, repeatedly reminded, right? Because when people show you who they are, you just you just gotta believe them. Right. You just gotta believe them. We don't believe them. Yeah. So I think we have to be thoroughly convinced that this person is not who they say they want to be, and they're not working towards being that person either. And that's fine. Just be who you are. Be who you are. Yeah. And I'm gonna be who I am way over there right way over there for sure so this is like going in another completely direction uh, completely different direction you're like the most adultiest adult which is crazy right (laughs) not to me because I'm also what the biggest child it's fine we had a conversation about the inner child thing. It's fine. It's inner. Yes. It's not outer. It's not fine. that inner. Okay, sure. With me, nobody else would know. Your secret is safe. If you I want to tell them, it's up to you. It's fine. Like everyone knows when I'm a child. I don't know, but so, and I've talked about this on other episodes. I can't and I believe people allow me to have the level of responsibility my nigga on, on the daily basis. though. On the daily, people like. like all the things in my head I'm like all the things you're an idiot <laughs> I don't I wouldn't go that far because I wouldn't go that I'm far no you're not <laughs> that's untrue winging it no you're not okay you're not I don't agree 
Fine. I don't agree. I've never agreed with that. I've always felt like you were the most responsible. No idea what's going on in my head then, all the time. But I see what's happening in your life because I'm there. So it's, I don't need to know what's going on in your head. You can be freaked out. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Like, you be mastering that shit. While you talk about I'm brave, is you're that brave. What being an adult is? That's what being an adult oh, is. Okay. Showing up every day. Definitely. That's what it is. Terrified. So, there are just not a lot of people that I'm inspired by. Um, that identify their passions and align them with their career and are able to monetize them some way. I think those things are are all really um, important. And not that everything is being monetized, but I mean, who am I kidding? Today's, mm. like, today's day and age. Today's day and age, see? Yeah, it's... it's Capitalism. You are the epitome of, of that. Um, yeah, you, I mean, you. I think about you and I think about another friend and then their stuff aligns with the American dream and like the standards that we all kind of have tried to live up to. So there's you and then there's the friend that yes. we saw online today mm-hmm. partying. Um, she's married, has two children, it's a beautiful home in a really nice city. Her and her husband both work, they take family vacations. They've done home renovations, and they're under 40. And I think that that's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then I think about myself. Like, if I wanted to go and buy that house, yes. me, yes. just me, yeah. I would have to turn tricks to meet that mortgage. Without your forever plus one, without your partner, anyway, I, 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 this is the rabbit hole. Nevertheless, I admire her and her husband and their family because it fits. It fits that. And then I look at you. You've gone to school, degrees on degrees, licensing, owning your own business, working for organizations that support like community and children and families and education like all of these things home ownership like you have checked yes that shit's scary you have checked off so many boxes and your inner child as you call it but just you being youthful, even your mom is like still tapped in, retired, doing her best life, still tapped into her youth, which is so inspiring. Like it's 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 rough to to not buy into what we're supposed to be doing by a certain age at a certain time, um, having the job, making the money. Right. having the house yes and now having the boo like right. you, out the, you out here you out here you out here thank you yeah I'm blushing <laughs> it's not easy to have somebody read your resume yo like I'm so inspired by you and probably on some of your like not best days I'll be still inspired by you because you just show up every day you show up every day 
even when you're being vulnerable, the way that you are vulnerable is like so composed it's so beautiful and I'm like <laughs> I want to not fall apart when I'm being vulnerable like you're so I don't know it's I said all of that to say what I'm not really sure I was going to go into something <laughs> like why are you doing I was, this to me? I, was gonna, I was going into something did you feel like you had to yes yeah you felt like you're like okay so I gotta I gotta go to school I gotta like what, what was your thought process with that because Homeownership is important for some and not for others. And, like, securing the bag, Mm -hmm. getting all the coins. I I think we all want coins, but, like... How many of the coins? Yeah, because you're securing all of them, so, like... I'm trying to. I want all of them. I... So, so first and foremost, you know, I identify as the child of immigrants. And so, both of my parents are from this beautiful small island called Jamaica (laughs) and they both grew up there you know Mm -hmm. they both you know came to the states as adults right um with you know nothing but their uh, passion and ambition Mm -hmm. and their hopes yeah right Mm -hmm. and so my mother is self-made I respect her tremendously she's she's amazing she is a badass and she doesn't really know it Mm. right so I saw her work no less than two jobs forever Mm. and both of my parents always told me that I was going not only to college but that I was also going to graduate school and my father still tries to implant it into my brain that I'm going to be a doctor Mm. of something Mm -hmm. one day I so for that. me, it was never it was never a choice. It was never a thought. Gotcha. You know, college was just an extension of high school, and mm-hmm. graduate school was an extension of that. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't something that I actually thought about. It was just something that I was going to do. I was supposed to do. And so yeah. when I did it, it didn't necessarily feel like a huge accomplishment. It still really doesn't. It feels mm. like something I was supposed to do. Mm. It's always been my norm. So I, I, yeah, I think if I didn't do it, I would feel a great loss. To be perfectly honest. I feel yeah. as if I had failed at something. Home ownership was also something that felt like something I was supposed to do and wanted to do, didn't know how, how. I was going to do it or when. Yeah. And so being open to what it can look like when you first enter and being patient. <laughs> That's my greatest strength, by the way, y'all. You know, I am And so she ain't had to wait that long to get her house okay. either. Wow. Whoa. So. Whoa. So, I watch HGTV. Wow, so niggas be waiting mad long. I'm mad long, okay? Like how long you had to wait? Late Tell 30s. the truth. Okay. No, 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 no. When it, you actively started the process, when? In my late thirties. I almost called you out your name. Ooh. What month? Mid to late thirties. No, 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 no. Stop playing with me. <sighs> Fuck me. Okay. You uh, decided you were gonna move, in and then you moved into your place when? Patience wear. I appreciate that. Patience wear. Um, well, to, you know, have the down payment and have your credit score where it's supposed to be and all that stuff. Like, that's... Grown-up shit. Yeah. That's the know? shit I fucks with. Yeah. My so, bitches is buying oh. <laughs> places. Places. You feel me? We going on chips. We things. doing the thing. That's right. Hello. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, so no, lots of the things that I've accomplished in life have been because I had the foundation that it was an expectation in the norm, An expectation. And that okay. I could and should would do so. So if I ever have a child, I gotta place expectations on yes. their heads. Yes. On that. 
fill them with lots of shame. If you can, you can just sprinkle lots of shame on it, okay? Just, you know, embed it deeply and have a whole tribe of people embedding the same message. The really, same shame. It's really, it's really beneficial, I would say. You know what's really interesting when I think about that? Um, I look at my parents, right? My mom who grew up in, it was like the pits, and all she wanted to do was be better than her, her mother. And so she saved up and bought her first house at 24, which is, like, impressive back then. But, like, nobody's doing that now. Mm-hmm. Not in California. And so doing that and then marrying my father and having us. And neither one of them pushed anything down my throat. Mm-hmm. There was no shame either way. Sidebar. Okay. I can edit that out. It's fine. Um, yeah, so... You have parents that that could shame you, and then parents like mine who didn't do anything and just let me be who I was. Mm-hmm. And then because they gave me so much freedom to be who I was, there wasn't really anything that they could tell me when they decided to tell me mm-hmm. because they had given me so much wiggle room to just be. Yes. Like, it was definitely that. And I appreciate that because I can see where I've picked up things from the both of them without them, like, shoving it down my throat. Yeah. Um, but I do think about how I wish that I was a little more disciplined in this way, like my mom or like my dad, to be able to do to do the things. But that's why the universe is so beautiful because they give me people like you. There's and they give me people like my cousin. It's <sighs> <laughs> a deep side. You just barely reached your mid thirties. It's a deep side. So you are still evolving. This is all about those checklists and expectations of where you're supposed to be at a certain place and time and certain version of yourself you should have evolved well what you've said is how i feel every space that i show up in i look around and i'm like oh they want me to answer this Mm -hmm. they want me to fix this i look at myself in the mirror and that's where that inner child shit comes in where i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like i'm responsible for 1700 people and their livelihood and a, a large portion of a company like the highest grossing volume of a company yeah. like people trust me with this yeah. in a company car when I day drink on Sundays I like, really try not to think of, about those kinds of things I think about really that just rains down on my see, inner see but I don't I don't really get anxious about it I, I've what happens for me is I have the moment like, wow, I, I, there, there are several instances where I look around in my life, the things that I spend my money on, because <laughs> that's where my inner child really comes out. There you go. That's Playground. Like all, exactly. Yes. I'm like, oh, psh, what? <laughs> Fans. Um, I look at, yeah, the way that I'm able to, to show up in the world as an adult, but I still feel, if I had to give myself an age I feel like I'm in my 20s I feel very youthful I feel like I'm just getting started my mind and my brain the way that it's I feel like it's pulling it's it's pulling from its full capacity in my 20s like there's no way that I'm like gunning to 40 right I don't feel like that um and and that's really good I think for us like I feel like that's why we're gonna be able to be together until like 90 yeah my mom said side note I asked that wise woman how old she feels in her head because we got to talking mm-hmm. about how I am 
perpetually at like 16. Okay. Sweet spot, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Job and car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My child will not have a job and a car, okay? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. We'll be taking the bus or I'll be driving you. Yeah. So basically, you'll be going nowhere. Okay, yeah. that's not fair. Um, <laughs> life's not fair. She uh, said that she perpetually feels that she is in somewhere in her 20s as well. Oh my she god. I love that. She said no baby. Oh my I god. Said, goodness. Cuz I was worried. That makes me want to cry. That eventually I was going to feel quote unquote grown up because I don't at all feel grown up. She said she still feels like I want to ask my mom now that she's going to say some bullshit. Your mom's gonna say, Can like, I please I'm saying she gets <laughs> on my nerves. Woman. I'm going to go talk to your mama. <laughs> I need some time with your mama because I I always wondered about that. Like, how many of our parents are like, "Girl, I'm right there with you." Yeah. Like you, you're forever young. That may just be some melanin shit. I'm not really sure. Because even with my dad, when I spend time with my dad, who's retired, who's sixty, we have conversations. It's like I'm talking to the guy from when I was in middle school. That's dope. Um, with with more wisdom, but still very fun, very light. Right very encouraging and gives me something to look forward to yes. where aging used to scare me it doesn't scare me anymore right. because i look at him aside from like waiting to because <laughs> he has a retirement belly for yes. sure Dad, for sure um having his mind and having all of his joyful experiences with like retirement and life it's is very encouraging so yeah that makes me really really happy um it's awesome when our friend our parents go from being our parents our caregivers mm-hmm. to being friends yeah like friendly yeah mentors i have that right my dad for yeah sure. i definitely yeah. have that with with my mom yeah my dad yeah i mean Mm. He's growing up still. I feel you. Same for my mom. That's how I feel too. Yeah. We're lucky to have at least one. True. We can sit with and be honest with about mm-hmm. all of those things. Um, I try not to run you guys into an hour and we're getting there. So. Did we? But did we check our boxes? We checked all the boxes oh, actually. You guys are really cute um, because after the last episode, I got all these text messages and DMs like, who is this unicorn? Let me see him. Where does he live? What's the tea? What's the business? Is he going to be on the show? No, he not. No. He not. I mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned it to him a couple of times and he didn't say shit. So I, I'm not going to, I'm not, no. Um, But he's still present, still being a unicorn. I met him. She did meet him, and um, I enjoyed him. And he's wonderful. He is wonderful. He is. He's wonderful. <laughs> she said it. He's wonderful. He is wonderful. He's wonderful. Um, yeah, it's life is. It comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. It just runs you over. But life has been really good. I've been really I know. I just saw you lose them right now. (laughs) So happy. I'm happy that you're happy. I just want you to be happy. 
like heart healthy happy which you are I'm seeing you show up in ways that I've never seen you show up before and that's what's really beautiful when you watch get to watch people that you love grow and expand in different ways that's really beautiful and also inspiring because it's like wow I, I knew you to be this way and then they just keep growing and expanding like that's that's that good shit and that's what love is that's what love that's is. what life is all about this is why we're here what was that quote that we heard earlier love is not a place you arrive love is something you become facts mm-hmm. love is something you become trademark yeah I don't know who said that shit we didn't but we read it somewhere and so we shared Here's it with y'all I, didn't say, I said it <laughs> <laughs> um the plugs com. there's something that I'm starting called the group chat if you go on the website and scroll down on the first like on the home page there's a place for you to provide me with your email address if you are interested in joining the group chat I'm going to be sending out some blasts and stuff there very soon Cavalier Lush on Instagram always um, I hope that the first seven months of the year has been really great for you and if it hasn't been tomorrow's a new day august is on the horizon it's also leo, leo season, season. Yeah, I, I felt i saw your shoulders it's getting ready it is it's coming up we got to uh, all the strip clubs in atlanta um yes mm-hmm. you can always start again cavalierlush at gmail.com is the email i love y'all I love you. I love you. Thank you for your time in this Sunday. Thank you for having me. It's something about Sunday. I'll check in with y'all soon. Peace. <laughs>